Welcome everybody to episode eight of Unaired. I think it's eight. Something like that. Something like that. It's under ten. We're good. Close enough. Close enough. Welcome everybody. <laughs> so today with me I have Eddie. Hello. So this week we watched Area Fifty Seven. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. It was. So let me give you a little descript on this show. So this show was a pilot produced for NBC for the 2000-2008 season. It's uh, it, it didn't get picked up past the pilot. The pilot never aired, actually. The premise of the show is Matthew Lillard, a.k.a. Shaggy from the live-action Scooby-Doo, <laughs> he, uh, he gets a job at a uh, military base. A top-secret military base. Top secret, not bottom secret. Like you need a ladder no, to reach this. This secret. is on the top floor. And uh, this this said military base houses an alien, <laughs> quote unquote alien. Yes, <laughs> actually, quote unquote and, uh, extraterrestrial. Yes, Eddie. Um, did you actually recognize who this alien was? I I kind of did, but I couldn't like tell. This alien was played by Paul Rubens. Okay, that's what I thought because I could see the face, but not really because they put the bald cap on and it kind of messed it up. And all the prosthetics. Yeah. He looked like if Voldemort and Pee Wee had a baby. Yeah, it wasn't cool, man. No, he had like ear holes. He looked like he was a very pedophilic alien. Well, wasn't Pee Wee Herman? Not Pee Wee, but like Paul Rubens. Didn't he get arrested for something like that? Pee Wee Herman definitely did. He got arrested for a lot of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about like, Paul Herman. Yeah. I don't know shit about him. Like uh like that uh cocaine thing where his uh his like parole, quote unquote parole, was that he had to do an anti drug commercial for Nancy Reagan or something like that. Hey man. We can't all be winners. Where he's, yeah, he was just like crack is whack. While high on meth. Probably. He was saying it's whack because he's trying to promote his other product, meth. Exactly. Meth by Pee Wee Herman. Wow, that sounds like a perfume. Well, I mean, you spray it and it like gets you high. And then you pass out and wake up in a weird place. Missing like seven teeth. And a bike. Ha ha. Huh? Where's my bike? <laughs> That's how Pee Wee's Big Adventure starts. <laughs> I lost my bike. <laughs> so I actually don't remember much of Pee Wee's Big Adventure except for the fact that his bike gets stolen. He gives some oily gum to some dude, and he dances in a bar to tequila. Thank you. Okay, I was I thought you were going to leave out the most important part about the biker oh, bar. Oh, no, the tequila dance is the most yeah, important no, part. the biker bar is definitely the most important part. You cannot Absolutely. forget the truck stop with the really weird 1990s dinosaurs. Oh, and one more part, Large Marge. Large Marge was in charge. Mm-hmm. Large fucking Marge. Large fucking Marge. Coming to the theaters this December. That would be a terrible movie. Oh, God. She was a very uninteresting okay. character. Sorry, but... <laughs> Question. Question. When he uh, got dropped off by Large Marge, did she have like some like weird-ass Medusa thing going on, like where snakes came out of her or something? <laughs> you fucking bet. Like, the weird 1990s animation, too, like where it's so bad that it's scary as fuck. Oh, yeah, because this was actually, like, made by Tim Burton, so it was, like, Beetlejuice animation. Right, right. It was exactly Beetlejuice animation. Like, I couldn't remember if I, like, 
in some fever dream like concocted that no fact? her eyes like pop out of her fucking head and like little snakes come out and, like that's a, okay okay i'm not going insane yet no it's crazy dude and okay yeah. <laughs> i think that's when she drops him off though yeah and there's like, like large marge been dead for seven years yeah and then he looks back and she's like yeah it's crazy <laughs> she goes yeehaw yeehaw man i've been i've been dead for seven years and then just disappears I done rose from the grave and stole this truck. She was a southern belle from Mississippi the whole time. Okay, so this show, it starts off a uh, Humvee's driving in the desert, and then we cut to inside, and it's Matthew Lillard, and he's handed, like, this little assignment, like, entailing what his new job is composed of. And it's so surprising that he goes, like, gosh, Scoob! Like, zoinks! Like, zoinks, man! So, basically, what the document says is, like, hey, yo, welcome to Area 57. Like, there's an extraterrestrial here. Also, here's some coins for laundry and a coupons for coffee. Yeah, that was weird. That wasn't necessary. No, that wasn't necessary. There's a, co- there's I a did couple get... things. Like, that's that's the only, I think that's honestly the only reason that this show wouldn't have aired. Other than, like, some plot things that we'll discuss later. But, like, yeah. um, I think... There was a lot of unnecessary bullshit they put in there, which I get what they were trying to do. They were trying to make the show unique, but, like, they tried a little too hard. Yeah, and it was the pilot, so I understand they needed to, like, cram a lot of stuff in there. So he gets into Area 57. They park the car. He gets out. And Jane Lynch plays the uh, major on this base. Jane Lynch, you may know from Two and a Half Men as the therapist or from Glee, which I have totally not watched. As some like gym teacher or something. Fuck Glee, dude. Every time I hear like a song come on, I'll be like, "Wow, is this like a remix of like the song? Like, I can't wait to hear this." Because usually, like, it comes in with the instrumental, right? But like, the instrumental's like kind of jazzed up, and you're like, "Oh man, this sounds great." And then like, and then you hear, yeah, and then like a bunch of people come on the track when you're only wanting one, and you're like, "No, I only wanted one musician, and now there's seven. I done got Glee again. Yeah, man, it's not cool. It'd be like. If you were walking down the street, and instead of one hobo asking you for change, 50 did. So, basically, Jane Lynch, like, walks him in. She's giving him the lowdown on the base. And he's just like, like, Zoinks, did you say alien? <laughs> and she goes like, no, we don't say alien around no, here. No, that's say not when he said it. He said it. He said that when, um, when... He meets the general, and the general is literally just beating the actual shit out of his fucking Asian little assistant. That's true. She brings him into the general and, like, introduces him. And he, He's beating the everything. shit, like, actively beating the shit out of someone while he's saying this. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, like, throughout this whole thing, like, Matthew Lillard, Matthew Lillard thinks this whole thing is, like, a joke. But, like, it's, like, they're all, like, straight-faced, like, he doesn't like jokes. And then he, he says, I can't wait to see this. He's, like, going off and off and on, like, and on. And this dude, meanwhile, he's talking. He's still beating the shit out of this dude. <laughs> and finally he says, oh, I would really like to see this extraterrestrial of yours. And he turns to him, like, stops fucking beating the shit out of this dude. And turns to him and she goes, we don't say that. We say visitor. Yep. And then an alarm goes off. And the general freaks out. She's just like, oh, is that the bomb alarm? Wait, no. Bomb alarm goes like, eh, eh, woo, eh, eh, woo. <laughs> that was great. I like that. I did enjoy that goof. Yeah, that was a nice little. It was at the... It was very well timed. It was a pretty good time goof. Like time of emergency, now panic, but joke. And then panic. 
and then they're just like okay we're gonna we're gonna give you a little torsky of this base and the general goes with the major and uh they're walking in and they're just like he's like oh what's that he goes that's where we keep the alien <laughs> the fucking alien quote unquote because i don't i don't know man alien stretching it that is pretty stretching it like so uh i i, they walk- I, I want to quote the general at one point when the general said um, well if you call the general now he gives you a quote oh oh look at that look at that yeah 877 general now or something like that fuck that <laughs> but can they sponsor us 1-800 general think, now i don't know are they a private company I don't know. That's kind of weird. I always thought they were weird because, like, they had re- like really, really businessy commercials. But I always think general and think like government. Yeah, you know? and they always air during like daytime TV when right. like single moms are home. Right, so it's weird. But yeah, he... single moms love our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so they walk, they walk over to this whole thing, and like Doctor Lin, she's uh, the doctor that's like in charge of this alien. She walks out and goes, "He's dead, sir." We tried saving him, but he's dead. And everybody starts celebrating. And they're just like, we can go home now. The alien's dead. Right, like they fucking hate this thing. <laughs> and then he, then Matthew Lillard, he walks up and he goes, hey, like, I was project head, like, technically. So can I, like, at least see this alien? It's like, oh, yeah, sure. So he's chilling with Dr. Lin. He's got his coffee in his hand. And he accidentally spills it on the alien. And they're just like, oh, shit, he's back to life. Yeah, apparently... They still don't understand a lot about these aliens, like that they die periodically or something. They, yeah, they never really like, explain that at all. They're just like, I don't no, understand. No, she literally like that. takes the easy way out and goes like, oh, I guess we just don't explain it. Right. Like, she was like, I just don't know. And then uh, we cut to the alien. This is our first introduction to the alien. And he's just like sipping two straws and we zoom out. We see he's sipping v- straight vodka and caviar. Yeah, that was fucking weird, dude. Yeah, like, I don't see how caviar can actually get through a straw. That and just, like, the sound it made. Oh, it was just oh, gut-wrenching, man. Yep, Terrible. and he was, like, switching on and off. I, when I when I played the Daily Motion clip the first time, I, like, it, it uh, cut out for some reason at, like, seven minutes, right? which is right when that happens. And so I, I tried to refresh it, and... Fun fact about Daily Motion: If you try and refresh something and skip to seven minutes, it will play the audio only and not the video. Oh, Daily Motion is a piece of shit. It is a piece of shit. But like, because it played the audio only and not the video, it was even worse, dude. So you were just like seeing like a still of the desert and here. Not even a still of the desert, just fucking black, <laughs> straight nothing. I was looking, <laughs> I was staring into the abyss and just hearing. <laughs> Like, this is the worst ASMR ever. Oh, man. It was like augmented reality gone wrong. <laughs> like Pokemon Go gone wrong. Paul Rubens Go. Except for Pokemon Go gone wrong. It's just called Pokemon Go. Because <laughs> they don't know how to fix things. So Matthew Lillard's like introducing himself to this alien. And he's like trying to like get to know the alien. And he's like, the alien's like, oh, I want to know about you a little bit. So he goes... Well, you know, I graduated with a degree from biology, and I got an endowment. And Paul Rooms goes, endowment? And he goes, yeah, I got a huge endowment. and uh, A generous endowment, I believe. A generous endowment. Yes. And uh, he's just like, oh, that's cool. And then uh, Dr. Lin walks by, and Paul Rubens, the alien, goes, 
oh, it's Dr. Lin. And he goes, you know, as my uh, as my former coworker would say, she's a hot number. <laughs> he kind of coaxes him into it, though. He does. Like, this alien is such a shithead. He, yeah, like, tricks him into this. He's a piece of shit. He is, because then when uh, the major walks in, she goes, hey, how's everything going in here? And he goes, uh, Matthew Lillard, or a.k.a. the colonel. I forgot to mention that. Matthew, Matthew, Lillard. Lillard, Matthew Lillard is a colonel. I probably should have mentioned that like 13 minutes ago when we started. That's <laughs> <but laughs> irrelevant, his rank. He's Matthew Lillard. That's He's true. shaggy. He is. He's just like, well, the colonel says that he is generously endowed biologically. <laughs> yeah, and that was... Jane, a... Jane Lynch is just like, I'm uncomfortable. Oh, man, the word associations that he put together, just like out of context, were fucked. Oh, yeah. Oh, he used then... every combination <laughs> of the wrong phrases. Yep, and then uh, he goes, he also said, Dr. Lin is a hot number. And, <laughs> and then the major's just like, I'm still uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, she just kept being like, I'm uncomfortable the whole time. <laughs> I think that was another thing that she could have done a little better, or well, they could have done a little better as a, as she show is like, she said she was uncomfortable in that moment, and I feel like it was supposed to be like kind of just a comedy like relief moment, you know, but yeah. then she kind of continues that serious manner on for the rest of the show, and it's weird. See, I get that she's supposed to be like this straight man, like you know what I mean, which is ironic because she's a gay woman in real life, but... <laughs> right, right. But like, I get that they did that, but they didn't need to keep going like. I'm uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. Like, I think they probably should have, like, had her, like, give him, like, a weird look. Right. And then at the very end of this whole thing, she goes, okay, I'm uncomfortable. Bye. Yeah. Or something like that. I just also, I just think that, like, after this, she kind of carried that attitude for the rest of the show, and it was weird. Yeah, she did. She kind of, like, was just like, I hate you, Matthew Lillard. Yeah, like, just for this one. I don't know. I, I feel like it was weird to hang on to, like, a grudge like that for something that was said. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to follow you. Like, all. not even about her either, you know? Like, yeah. not, not anything to do with her at all. No, it was just like, I'm uncomfortable, so I hate you now. Literally, like, one off caller comment, and she's like, I don't like this guy. Which I feel like if they had continued it, they would have kept that going. Oh, yeah, totally. Kind of like how in Scrubs, like, the janitor hates JD because of the penny. <laughs> what a great comparison. This was her penny. <laughs> this is actually her penny. Yep. This is worth one cent to her. Exactly. And let me put in my two cents right now. Mm. Mm, you see that transition? Mm-hmm. That was a good sagu. So the so after she leaves, like Matthew Lillard and Paul Rubens are like just chilling in the room together. He's like, that was not cool, man. And then an alarm starts going off and Paul Rubens just goes, excuse me. And he's like, what? And then he just can't breathe. So like this alien has like toxic farts or something. Yeah, he has like, like, such bad farts that when he farts, they actually go into lockdown. Yeah, like I literally, I wasn't quite sure what was happening. So yeah, in my notes, I just wrote "alien farts?" question mark. Yeah, no, I mean, um, that was actually a very well played out scene because of that. Yeah, because that was their goal. They wanted you to not know what was happening, and then have you figure it out by. Shaggy's reactions. He's like, like Zoe Scoob. <laughs> it smells terrible in here. This is terrible. I'm gonna warn the listeners. This this whole episode is gonna be Shaggy impressions. Yeah. So if you don't like it, you can get the fuck out. Exactly. But please don't, cause I, yeah, I no, love I, you, listeners. I want you here. I want you with me. I'll caress you. Pat 
down. Caress you. Caress you down. Caress you down. Is that a song? Yes. Okay. By Sublime, <laughs> I think. I'm probably wrong. Don't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> so after this whole thing happens, like Matthew Lowe is just like wandering around the base and he wanders upon uh, Paul Rubin's little spaceship. AKA is dick. Just kidding. It's a real spaceship. It is. Like I'd like to think that Paul Rubens calls his dick the spaceship. Probably. He's an alien, man. Yeah. In real life. IRL and IRM. In real What's the M stand in for? In real movies. Oh, well this is a TV show. Shut you up. You done fucked up. <laughs> you done fucked up, dude. You know what I meant. I did. So this spaceship, the only way I could describe it is that it's like a shiny bronze color and it looks like an ocarina. Yeah, kind of just like a gold spaceship. Yeah. Like your stereotypical like gold spaceship. spaceship. Yeah. yeah. So Matthew Lillard, he's just like, ooh, look at this spaceship. And he touches it, but he gets like this big ass shock. Yeah, and he gets it thrown into the wall. It, like lightning bolts the fuck out of him. Oh, yeah. And like this was my favorite part of the show. Me too. Because like... He's talking like he looks like he had a stroke. Like he's talking out the side of his head like this. Right. You don't know if he had a stroke or if his jaw broke. Exactly. And like the major and the general walk up and they're just like, "So we're putting you on probation because like your whole endowment thing." Right. Out of all times to put someone on probation for the most off-collar comment. Exactly. Post-stroke. Post-stroke. <laughs> after clearly has been hit by a lightning bolt, which you know mm-hmm. is a thing because they discuss about how that's a thing afterwards oh yeah because they're just like he's like laying there probably like dying yeah and the colonel is just like oh did you touch the spaceship he's like yeah I touched the spaceship and he just goes oh we should probably put a sign up so nonchalantly <laughs> then everyone like around him is like oh that's a good idea yeah yeah that was a great idea and then one of my favorite jokes from this show is that like jane lynch hands him like a pamphlet like okay this details your probation uh so just write yourself up and get us a copy of it yeah, that was weird. Yeah, she was just like, oh, you're like in charge of this thing, so you got to write yourself up. Yeah. <laughs> that was the only redeeming quality for this argument. Yep. And then uh, he's in the bathroom, and like some like doctor's taking a look at him. Meanwhile, like another doctor and the uh, the Asian gentleman that was being beat on by the general earlier is in the bathroom. Who is a complete fucking dipshit. He is. He's like... He's like the very happy, like he's the token dipshit. Exactly, he doesn't give a shit. He's just like, oh, I'm just happy to be here. He is the fool. He is. Well, NBC is the fool for not picking up this lovely show. Exactly, but he is the literal fool of the show. Like he is the (laughs) the jester, if you will. I was about to say he's like he's like like one step away from wearing a jester hat. Literally a dunce cap. (laughs) So they're discussing like. Paul Rubin's alien guy and the doctor that's taking a look at him he's just like like telling him he's like yeah he's had his his fun with all of us and the other doctor goes tell him about pooks he's like I will not tell him about pooks (laughs) I'm like wait a minute you gotta tell me about pooks right what's happening with pooks yeah you can't open with pooks and then not close exactly and the other doctor goes okay you know what I'll just tell you pooks turned out to be a dog that they gave to the alien. An adorable little chihuahua. Yep. And they a cut to like chihuahua. him like being they cut to him being carried away from like the alien and he goes, Oh, Pooks is a male and he's pregnant. 
Oh, and I'm wondering, like, what is with this alien? Like, what powers does this alien have? Also, can I just say that, like, his coworkers suggested that it was a coyote that did it. Yeah, like, I don't think they, like, they're supposed to be, like, doctors. I don't know if they know how biology works. Yeah, that's another thing about the show is nobody on that base seemed qualified to do their job. No, not at all. At all. Which, I mean, it is a comedy, so, like, I get that, but, like... Yeah, but you could have at least tried. They weren't even, like, wearing, <laughs> like, clothing for their job. Yeah. Like, I actually think some of them were dressed up in, like, normal attire. Yeah. Like, the doctor that was carrying away pooks, he's got, like, a sweater vest on. Right. So, uh, it cuts back to uh, Matthew Lillard walks back into the uh, cell with Paul Rubens. And he's just like, nobody out there likes you, you douche. And Paul Rubin starts crying. And he's just like, oh, I kind of feel bad now. So he's just like, you know what? I just want to, like, advance our species. Like, I want to make things better. Like, so, like, he has a heart to I heart. just want to work with you. Exactly. And Paul Rubin's just like, you know what? I want you to have something, Colonel. This is a rock for my planet. And he hands him, like, this weird rock. And he's just like, oh, this is so cool. And then, cut to Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard. I can't say that name. It's a hard name. It is. It's got a lot of it's got a lot of L's. The I L is a tough thing to say uh, over and over again. It is. So it cuts to Matthew Lillard. It cuts to Matthew Lillard, and he's having like this little press conference among the space, and he's just like, "I had a heart to heart with this alien, and you know what? He even gave me this, and he hands like he." Like, puts it up in the sky, and everybody's just like, oh, shit! An alarm goes off. People in hazmat suits come down. They're just like, take off your pants! And they start spraying him down. Yeah, they, like, so, make like, him put the rock in, like, some kind of biohazard containment device. Mm-hmm. Yep, and they're just like, oh, well, this is a little goof from little goof from Paul Rubens. Yeah. A little goof. A potentially harmful toxin or whatever the fuck it was. An attempt to kill you. Isn't that how you play goofs? Usually, but mine yep, are My goofs consist of, I'm just like, here, have this water. Joke's on you, that's bleach, bitch. Ooh, I would have gone mm. with eye drops, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, I go hard or go home. Well, actually, it's more like go hard or go to jail, because like, that'd be death. But So, Matthew Willard, he's walking out, and uh, he's walking out on the base. He's in a bathrobe, because he just got his clothes sprayed down. He had to strip down to his skivvies. His and skivvies. Uh, the general is just hitting golf balls at the little Asian dude. At him. At him. Not like to him. Like at him. <laughs> like, he's we holding, need to like, distinguish little... that. At him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's holding like a little bucket to catch them. But like, let's be honest. Like, he's not aiming for that bucket. At all. Not even No, close. he's aiming for his subordinate. Yep. And he's just like, like, you know, it's been a stressful day. Our little Mexican friend. And he goes, don't call him Mexican. Like, that joke came, like, out of nowhere. It was so weird. Yeah, that was very off-color racism. It was. Like, I understand, like, I think they were going for, like, the illegal alien joke, but, like, yeah, shame on you. Shame on you, Shaggy. Well, it was like, if you're going to go for an illegal alien joke, like, if you're going to go for a racist joke on a national television show, like, or, well, what would have been a national television show, then you got to set it up before you spike it down. You can't just come out swinging with Mexican friend. <laughs> That's n- way too quick, man. 
that was like this is the pilot episode and he's like dropping like not, those jokes. You're not Drake. You can't go zero to a hundred that quick. Yeah. You're not Georg Lopez. No. You're not Beowulf. So while he's having this like little discussion with the the general, a car falls from the sky. A Jeep. The general is a Jeep, yeah. And the general doesn't even seem phased by this. He just goes, Ah damn it. This crushed my club. Yeah, the things that this general is just not even phased by is insane. That makes me wonder, like, how much shit has he seen? He's seen a lot of shit. He's had to have seen so much shit. Honestly, he's probably been there the whole time, you know? So, like, since this dickhead alien landed. That's true, because, like, they established the fact that this has been happening for 40 years. 40 years. Yeah, someone drops that. I think the Asian dude. He does. Like, when they're in the bathroom, you're just like, he hasn't given us any information in 40 years. Yeah, they, oh, yeah, that's right. The conversation in the bathroom where they um, discuss about how <laughs> literally nothing has happened on the base in 40 years. That's actually what sparked the um, anger at the alien. Yep. Yep. So then Matthew Lillard <laughs> looks over, and he just, like, sees Paul Rubens, like, dribbling a basketball, staring him down, and then he turns around throws it backwards, it misses the hoop, then it starts bouncing by itself, and then jumps back into the hoop. In a very erratic motion that was clearly mind control. Exactly. So, like, it's trying to, like, establish some of the powers this guy has. Right. It's trying to it's trying to get you hooked, because this is where they end it. So this is trying to get you hooked into the rest of the season. That's true. I feel like it was a very abrupt ending, though. I think that they planned that mechanism a little too hard. Yeah, I feel like, had it been, like, picked up for a series... They maybe would have had like, because this was in like like credit scenes were like kind of like becoming like another like it was happening again. Right, right, right. Because like there was like a time where like credit scenes weren't like a big thing. No. And then like they'd like have their credits like start rolling over like TV shows again. So like I feel like they would have had something happen had that actually been picked up. Right, 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 <laughs> totally. But I don't know. There's not a lot you could do with that. Yeah, there's not really much to go off of. Like, mind control basketball. That's all you got there. Mind control basketball. That was my nickname in college. Oh. College. Mm-hmm. Scholar! I'm a book smart boy. Do you long for the good old Saturdays? Filled with morning cartoons and sugary cereal. How about the lazy days? Just veggie in front of the telly all afternoon. Well, I do, and that's why Saturday Morning Pajamas was created. Tune in every Wednesday and Saturday for a good old dose of nostalgia, B-movies, and the latest cinematic hits. Check us out at www.nonoms.net. That's www.nonoms.net. So, what do you think would have happened if this, like, series had continued? Like, what kind of episodes do you think we would have seen? Um, I definitely would like to see an origin episode. Like a flashback episode to like when he first crash landed, basically. right? To see how the fuck he landed or ended up on Earth, because, um, and the reason I want to see that is mainly based off of the fact that when he does flip out on him, he says, um, "Nobody on your planet probably likes you." Yeah. Um. So I would like them to explore that and see maybe if people on his planet did hate him, and that's why he's on Earth. <laughs> I feel like the best way to do that would be like have a flashback episode to forty years prior. The general's like recast as like some young guy, but like mm-hmm. Jane Lynch, the major, is like she's still playing the major back then. Or like she just had, <laughs> or even better. Um, so in the beginning of the episode, have 
like have it be exclusively filmed on his planet and then have the same exact cast in a similar situation but have them <laughs> like dressed just, up as aliens i was about to say like it's all the same cast but they're like wearing like the same type yes, of prosthetics exactly and then they all just fucking hate him and eventually send him to earth as like a prank or some shit <laughs> Kind of like Invader Zim. Yeah, but then like the government picks him up and like kidnaps him and blah blah blah. And he like looks around. And he goes, "Oh shit." <laughs> yeah. Or maybe they don't kidnap him. Maybe they like he he has a moment of weakness and wants friends. Yeah, and then he like recognizes people. He goes, "You look like my people." And then eventually he just fucks it up because he's yeah. a dick. Like it makes you like kind of feel bad for him, right? You want to do something like you want to pull in the sentimentalness, and then you want to just throw it down. Exactly, like he does like a dick move afterwards. He'll be like, he'll smack like Matthew Lillard soda out of his hand or something. (laughs) Probably a little higher scale than soda out of the hand, but yeah, you get the point. Well, yeah, but like the way I see it, like he uses like it's not his hand. Like he has like this like weird dick hand. (laughs) Like that's gonna be like the plot, like the subplot of the episode is like they're exploring like his body and like. Oh, he's got a third hand down there. Or even worse, he takes a sip of his soda, and, like, instead it's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> the soda's a dick? Yeah. that he sips the soda with a dick? No, he, like, he sips the soda, and, like, a dick comes out of it. Oh, and God. starts, like... <laughs> you know, that brings up the question of, like, how... Why is he so biologically similar to humans? Because that just reminded me of an episode of... Do you remember how there was a TV series for Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Uh, I don't remember the TV series, but I love that movie. Oh, well, there was a TV series for it where it like followed like Wayne Zielinski and his family. It was all like... recast because like, Disney Channel can't afford uh, Rick Moranis. <laughs> and yeah. there was an episode where like two aliens show up and they eat through their butts. What? Yeah, like they give them a plate of food and they just sit on it and you just hear... That is terrifying. That is, but like, like in most TV, then, in some TV shows, you can pull that off. Like South Park had that episode where like people were shoving whole turkeys up their ass. But like that's South Park. That's true. But like, I feel like there could be like an episode that kind of like explores like they're introducing Matthew Lillard to like how Paul Rubin's body works. You started saying Matthew Lillard, and I thought you were about to say they introduced him the meth. <laughs> yeah, they introduced <laughs> the meth. Here's some drugs. The meth that these show creators were on. I mean, that's how they shrunk down so small. Yeah. Meth. It wasn't real. Honey, I shrunk the meth. No, he was running around saying, honey, I shrunk the kids in his underwear. And she's like, honey, you're on meth. <laughs> it's not real. Okay, so what do you think like a Christmas episode of this show would look like? Because I feel like this would have had like some kind of holiday episode. It has to have. Um, oh, of course. Like Maybe they like, introduce, like, there's like, oh, we have Christmas. He's just like, on my planet, we have Flargsnarf. <laughs> and like, what the fuck's a flark snarf? That or like a Halloween episode where everyone starts dressing up and the alien's like, what the fuck? That actually goes into kind of like what I had for an idea for an episode. Like Matthew Lillard gets tricked into like taking him off the base for something. Oh. Yeah, and it's like a, the Halloween episode. So everybody's just like, oh, you have a cool costume. You look like Voldemort. Right, right. Because like the only way people would not think he's a fucking freak in public is if it was Halloween. Exactly, and he, like, starts trick-or-treating, but, like, he'll, like, steal candy from kids or something. Right. And or, like, like, trick them, and or he'll be, like, he'll see, like, a parent with a kid, and he'll be, like, like mind-controlling them, be like, I don't know him. Oh, man, not even that. He would just, like, 
straight up telekinetically grab the candy out of their bag without them knowing. True. He would just be like, this is mine, this is mine. And he comes back, like, the Jeep's full of, like, full of candy. Like, this is the end of the episode. And Matthew Lurd is just like, never speak of this again. <laughs> and also, then, I want a Snickers. And then eventually he does speak of it again to, like, the colonel or whatever. Yeah, like, that's, like, the credit scene. Yeah. Like, the colonel's just like, like, hey, so how was your uh, Halloween, like, stuck on base? He goes, Matthew Luller took me out for candy. And he's like, Matthew! <laughs> and, yep, that's end it. End it. Roll the credits. Oh, yeah. Is that the so, theme song? Yeah, that's what I I figured the like, credits theme song I would dig be. it. Yeah. Like, starring Matthew Lillard. See, Kanye Paul West Rubens. says he wrote three beats something days on C- I don't know something but he said he wrote a lot of beats on a lot of summers on a lot of CPUs but like you just did that in like two seconds so oh absolutely bravo like I'm Paul Rubens I'm not from this planet Ba-na-na. That, I'm an that would alien be a hit single. and Shaggy's gonna take care of me by take care of I mean kill da it's Shaggy and Pee-wee's funny adventure. Oh, God. Thursday nights on NBC. NBC, ruining your childhood one episode at a time. Banana. <laughs> so, like, I have a, a very, like, well thought out pitch for, like, the series finale of this show. Hit me. Okay. Hey! Did that hurt? There's no violence in the studio. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm confined within these foam walls. I use foam for protection. You stick foam on your dick when you have sex? Shh. <laughs> they can't know that. There's a reason they call it caulking. They can. <laughs> 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 wow. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, so now you're gonna need to stick with me here. Like, okay. much like where's Rodney? I have like this whole elaborate plan. Oh man, you started that finale. with the wrong opening already. <laughs> you can't start with where's Rodney. Where's Rodney? Fucking no. <laughs> okay, so this episode starts out like uh, Paul Rubens like wakes up and he's like sees everybody in like these white coats and like doctors' outfits. And he's just like, what the fuck? And then he, like, blinks his eyes and everything's back to how it's been this whole series. And, like, they have this, like, normal kind of episode. And throughout the episode, like, he keeps having these weird flashes where, like, everybody's in, like, white coats and everything. And then at the very end, you just see him, like, wake up in, a like, a solitary confinement room. And he just, like, looks on a TV and he sees, like, posters of, like, Pee-wee's Playhouse. (laughs) He sees, like, posters of, like, like Paul Rubens just in general, and he's just like, what the fuck is happening? Posters of Harry Potter, specifically Voldemort. Exactly. And then Matthew Willard walks in. Like, the doors slide open. He goes, how are you doing, Paul? And he goes, Paul? And he goes, yes, Paul. And it turns out, this whole series has just been a fever dream of Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee Herman's been schizophrenic. <laughs> yep, Paul Rubens just, like, dreamed this whole thing up. Oh my god, that would be fucking perfect. And just like it just p- 
pans out slowly as he's just like, oh, oh my man. God. That would be way too meta for a fucking mainstream TV, though. I mean, think about it. Community was on NBC. This show would have aired on NBC. True. So they're going for that meta. I suppose. That would be fucking fantastic. <laughs> wow. And then, like, then he, like, turns, like, next door. He goes, it's Matthew Laird. He's just like, like, zoinks, Paul. Like, they got me in here for the same thing. And then they turn again, and it's Matthew McConaughey, and he goes, but I drew the Lincoln before it was cool. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It just occurred to me that he's in the Lincoln ads because he was in the movie The Lincoln Lawyer. Oh, my God. I literally never made that connection until just I don't think anyone did. I think you just made a revelation. I did. You just figured shit out for so many people. You heard it here first, folks. Yep. You heard it here first. First, fuck you. Alu McConaughey confirmed. Yep. It's real. 666 triangles upside down and eyes. Yes. McConaughey's upside down. Eyeballs and triangles and upside down triangles and pentagrams and Illuminati and dollar bills. And you know what the slogan for that uh, that Alu McConaughey is, right? Is it just like a Lincoln (laughs) symbol? (laughs) No, it's all right, all right, all right. <laughs> no, that's the motto. Oh, the s- did I say symbol? The symbol, yeah, the symbol is a Lincoln symbol. Oh, the link, the Lincoln symbol is the symbol. Boom. But the motto is all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. It's all gonna be all right, all right, all right. Matthew McConaughey's voice is like an angel hugging you. See, it's like creepy, but it's oddly soothing. Yeah, exactly. It's like an angel hugging you. Like you're like, why is this extraterrestrial being hugging me? Then you're like, it's like an angel, but okay. he's hugging you from behind, so you're a little uncomfortable. But right. you're like, oh, but it's an angel. Right, like it's an angel, so you shouldn't be concerned. But like, it's behind you. Like, why the fuck? Don't look behind you. You might see Paul Rubens. Paul Rubens is an angel, but not in this show. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> That's a spinoff series. That's a spinoff series. Area Fifty Eight. Oh my god! What if there? What if there was a spinoff series? Every time they spin off, they'll just name it a different number. No, it could be Area 56, and it could be, like, the general, like, rising his ranks. They could make an entire show out of my episode idea. There you go. Boom. And then I could head Boom, it. Shakalaka, I could produce laka. it, and I'll become famous. I'll there work for well, NBC. I mean, I mean, you need to get this show produced first, and then you do the spinoff. Well, baby steps. Okay. Just take like a little baby step. First, First watch I the have show. to stop working a nine to five job. <laughs> and then I mean Dolly Parton said what a way to make a living, so Dolly Parton's dead. She's not dead. Oh. Her career might be, but she's not. I didn't do that right then. Whoops. <laughs> Dolly Parton dead. <laughs> <laughs> Dolly Parton, my French, but you're dead. Oh no. Boom. Hello. My name is Mark Mooney, and I run the Dictionary Reading Podcast, where we read the dictionary. My name is Toby, and I am the host of the Secret Transmission Podcast. We are a show that discusses the paranormal, conspiracies, the supernatural, UFOs, cryptozoology, and anything else weird from serial killers to cults. Our show is transmitted to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube. You can follow us on Twitter, at SecretTransPod. So put on your tinfoil hats, come learn with us as we try 
to explain the unexplainable. So that's going to do it here for us today. And I'm going to uh, do your mom tomorrow. My mom? No, the viewers. Oh, that's... Oh, jeez. <laughs> this will go in that extra clip at the, at the episode. Oh, no, this is staying right in the episode. <laughs> no, it's right here at the end, man. Right here at the end. You if guys you stay had long a good enough, time here today. Now I'm going to fuck your mom. <laughs> yeah. So that's going to that's gonna do it for us. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Uh, it's at Unaired Podcast. Send us an email, unairedpodcast at gmail.com. I'd also li- like to say a special thanks to the two podcasts that send us their promos today, Secret Transmission Pod. They're, uh, that's what their Twitter handle is. And Saturday Morning Pajamas. My faves. Your faves. My faves. So check those two out. Uh, Secret Transmission on iTunes and Saturday Morning Pajamas on iTunes. And shout out to SoundsLikeAnEarful.com for our theme song. And thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.